Welcome to the Airbus podcast. We make it fly. My name is Courtney Wu, and in this special three-part series, we celebrate the 10th anniversary of the X-Cube's maiden flight. In September 2010, Airbus Helicopter's high-speed technology demonstrator, the X-Cube, began a three-year journey that exceeded expectations in every way. With its flight test campaign and demo tour, the demonstrator crisscrossed France and traversed the Atlantic, performing nearly 200 flights on two continents. All the while breaking the world speed record for a helicopter and pulling off incredible stunts like racing a high-speed train, guiding the X Cube along each step of its journey was Airbus Helicopters chief test pilot Hervé Jamarek. Here with me today to reminisce about those unbelievable times. So, Hervé, it's so nice to have you with us today. Thank you. Um, as the X-Cube's official test pilot, you were the public face of this high-speed demonstrator for many years. Can you just tell us a bit more about what is the X-Cube? You know, why was it built? What was it meant to do? Yeah, X-Cube was a really, really interesting program, uh, trying to see if uh, we could, as a big company, work on a very new project uh, with very innovative design. The main idea was, is it possible to to go much faster in a helicopter uh, and still be a helicopter and not too complicated. Why is speed so important and why would it be important to have a faster helicopter? Well, speed, there are many missions uh, in which speed is, uh, is, is important and interesting. Think about uh, EMS, Emergency Medical Service. Uh, you know, uh, you have what you call the golden hour between when you get an injured person and you bring it to a hospital. Uh, if you go like 50% uh, faster, uh, you increase the range by 50%, so you cover a larger area, or for the same area, you go even faster, and so you can save lives. For uh, uh, search and rescue also, uh, you are able to go, uh, to go faster. Uh, well, VIP... Uh, Time is money, so they, they, they want to go fast from one point to, to another one. So speed is, in a sense, important, and, and the conventional helicopters are limited in speed. So if we can uh, increase speed of helicopter, it's bringing us new markets. So it's quite, quite interesting, sure. And what are the limitations of a conventional helicopter? Um, if uh, not, not trying to be too technical, yep. uh, you have to think about the... the Bear in mind the fact that the rotor is, is turning, and so when the, the helicopter is uh, is uh, is flying forward, uh, one of the blades is is also flying forward, and uh, at the tip of this blade you have the speed of rotation plus the speed of the helicopter, and you are reaching the speed of sound, uh, and it becomes and this is the, the sound barrier, and so this is a, a physical barrier, so uh, so if you want to go faster you have to be able to reduce the speed of the main rotor which is what we did in the, in the X-Cube. Could you take us on a virtual tour of this demonstrator for listeners who may have never seen it? Basically, the, the normal configuration for, I would say, the standard configuration for helicopters, uh, main rotor and the tail rotor at the end of the tail boom. Uh, there are other configurations, but let, let's stick to this one. X-Cube 
uh, you change this by basically adding uh, two small wings on the side. You take the tail rotor, uh, you rem remove it, and you put a rotor on, on one of the wings and a second one on the opposite wings. So it's still a helicopter, but instead of the tail rotor, you have two lateral rotors. Okay. So you use these rotors, these two lateral rotors, for two things. To control the, the, the anti-torque of the main rotor, mm -hmm. like we would do on the tail rotor, by differential thrust of the propellers. And that's the big idea. Instead of tilting the, the main rotor to, to go forward, we use these two rotors on the side for the thrust and to accelerate or decelerate. And this is the big difference with the, the normal helicopter. So what, what was different about um, this design uh, compared with a traditional helicopter for you as a pilot? Well, clearly, uh, that was one of the things we wanted to, um, to assess, and it was part of the objective of the program, to see how different uh, it would be to, to fly this, uh, this kind of design compared to conventional helicopter, if it was more difficult uh, or not. Uh, for example, think about the tilt rotor. Tilt rotor is, is uh, you start up as a helicopter, and then you become an airplane. There is a conversion phase, which is quite complex. And so uh, in terms of uh, pilot training, I'm sure it's going to be uh, a bit complex. Uh, and that, that was clearly our good surprise with the, the design, that uh, it was very, uh, I would say, easy and uh, intuitive uh, to fly. Uh, we have, of course, one additional control for the thrust, uh, but, but basically uh, I elected to put it on the collective stick and uh, basically, uh, by, uh, at, at the sum, uh, you move forward a joystick, you accelerate, and you put it backwards, you decelerate. So it's very intuitive. Tell us about the moment when you were asked to be a part of this program, when you were asked to be the test pilot for the X-Cube. There was this all, all the, the background, the fact that uh, this uh, program was, uh, was a secret, and it was developed uh, with only a very limited team. So uh, at the very initial stage of the program, uh, the chief test pilot that was uh, uh, in, uh, at this time in this office uh, was looking for a crew. And so he, uh, he asked me and he told me, well, we are working on a new program. Uh, do you want to be the pilot with this program? I said, at that time I was the, 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 the project pilot for the uh, H-175. So uh, very interesting also development and so on. And I say, uh, well, I'm, I'm busy. Then uh, he showed me a, a drawing. Say I should not, but uh, but okay. If you are going to be the pilot, uh, have a look. And I, sh I, I saw a drawing of the X cube, and I say okay. Now you have to find a pilot for the 175 <laughs> for sure. And that's that's really how it started. And uh, for me, it was obvious that it was something uh, great. As soon as you saw the design, as soon yeah. as you discovered what it was supposed to do. Uh, I, I knew from the start it was going to be uh, uh, something great, a great adventure, yes. So there were so many special moments with the X-Cube. There, there was its public unveiling at the Paris Air Show, there was the U.S. demo tour, the record settings. Could we revisit some of them, um, starting with that first flight, um, in which you began to explore and expand the flight envelope? What were your objectives, um, and what did you discover? Uh, the first flight of, of, of a prototype and our demonstrator is, is really a, a very important step, of course. 
uh, it's uh, the end of a very long phase where uh, in that in, in the excube actually it was not that long which was uh, it was two and a half years from uh, from from the decision to the first flight which was really amazing um, but uh, and it's also uh, I say it's when when uh, assembled pieces of metal and wires uh, uh, become uh, airborne so it becomes something different uh, from 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 being on the ground to being airborne so it's always a uh, it's a great great uh, moment and for 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 a prototype it is uh, it is unique and um, what surprised you about that first flight well uh, this is where you discover the behavior of the uh, the helicopter uh, in terms of surprise we got some uh, uh, actually, we had uh, a surprise about uh, the, the, the behavior of the what we call the propeller gearbox, uh, which is the, the, the gearbox that's running basically, uh, transmitting the power from the main gearbox, from the engines, uh, to the propellers. And the cooling of, uh, of one of these gearbox uh, was not so efficient. And for the first flight, we had to do a very long taxi uh, in the east, in the military uh, base of east, a runway to be in front of the tower because the people were watching us in front of the tower. And during this very long taxi, uh, we saw the, the temperature of this uh, gearbox that was slowly rising. And I was like, mm, this is not looking good. And so we say, uh, okay, what should we do? And so so I, I, I sped up the taxi because <laughs> I knew that the first flight was not going to last very long because of that. But I wanted to make it done, oh. and so uh, we taxi a bit faster, and we say, okay. So we we went airborne, uh -huh. and so uh, it was still rising, but we were monitoring. Uh, and then this is where we experienced also some uh, strong level of vibration. Okay. But we continued. Uh, it was it was safe, and then uh, very very a uh, few minutes after, uh, we we performed a few maneuvers, and so we had to to. Uh, stop because of this uh, temperature issue. Mm -hmm. That was the first flight. So uh, let's say a mix of being very happy to, to, to perform it and, and of course frustration about uh, making uh, having it not so long. Mm -hmm. But this is really the, the, the this is normal life for, for a prototype. And we solve all these issues for the for the next flight of course. Were you how do you feel the night before a first flight like that on a technology demonstrator? I mean no one's ever flown anything like this before. You're the first are you scared? Nervous? Scared? No. I don't think you can do this job if you are scared. <laughs> there is no way. Uh, uh, I, I don't think of any any test pilot that would answer. Oh, I was scared. Uh, otherwise, it, it would be the wrong job. No, but apart from the from, from the joke, no. Uh, but I, personally, um, I don't think I was. Uh, I was more happy than everything else. Because for us it was such uh, we have we had been waiting for 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 a long time. We had seen uh, this uh, this prototype being built. Uh, we had done all these simulator simulator sessions, uh, all the ground runs. So it's like a, a status of preparation uh, that's that's aiming for this. So uh, it's a target, and so you are you are you are very happy to to be at this stage. Uh, of course, there is a bit of a, a part in your brain that's 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 that is thinking about. Uh, the unknown that, and what can show up, but you, uh, you have been prepared for that. And uh, so no, for me, it was uh, just, uh, I would say, I was I would say, normally confident and, 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 and very happy to, to be there. Yes. Back to this first flight, uh, it, was, uh, it was quite short, so there was a bit of frustration about that. 
And, uh, but this, this uh, didn't last uh, a long time because uh, uh, we did the modification, the small modification that were required. And after it was uh, the other way around. We were surprised by how fast uh, we were able to achieve uh, our target. We had an initial target uh, of 180 knots uh, because uh, at first we had, we had some limitations about the power we could use. But I think it was on the sixth or seventh flight that we were able to achieve that, uh, which was way above the, the maximum speed uh, in level flight of any helicopter. And this was done so fast. And very rapidly, we understood that uh, this uh, demonstrator was uh, well born um, because everything was uh, simple and, uh, and, and easy, I would say. Other memorable moments. Um, did flying the X-Cube allow you to do things that weren't common for a test pilot that you wouldn't have been able to do under other circumstances like racing a TGV train? Mm. Could yes. you tell us about that? There was one of uh, one idea uh, that was from the communication uh, team at that time. And I remember that they had uh, organized a meeting. So uh, at this meeting, we had the filmmaker and he was very anxious because he, want, he wanted to present his idea to the flight test. And so his idea was, because you are faster than any uh, other helicopter, you could race a TGV and overtake him. And he, he was sure that we would say it's, it's a stupid idea. And we were like, oh, great, let's go and make it. So, and that's, that's how, how it started. And, and so and then after the idea, we had to discuss a lot. Uh, we had to put a lot of organization mm -hmm. in this uh, because we wanted to film this and in 3D because the, the idea was to make a 3D uh, motion of that, uh, to present it during the, the, the Paris Air Show. And so uh, actually it was a lot of job uh, to uh, coordination, uh, to be able to catch the train uh, uh, flying. Uh, we were flying, but uh, the train running uh, uh, on, uh, in, in a very specific uh, area. Mm -hmm. uh, but but that, that was fun. At the end, that was, that was a lot of work, but a lot of fun. So the, the communications team or the filmmaker was hesitant to bring this to you. He was afraid you might yeah, think he was crazy. <laughs> exactly. But, but we, uh, we jumped on the, on the idea. And so uh, as we did for everything with the X-Cube. Mm -hmm. So it, it, uh, it was a, a, team, a team, uh, team thing. I wonder if the passengers on that train had any idea what was happening <laughs> around them. If they I don't know. Uh, what, what I remember is that the, 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 the driver of the TGV made, uh, made a big uh, use the horn like when, uh, when we overtake. So I think he was happy also. <laughs> <laughs> so he knew for sure. He knew. <laughs> Maybe he communicated that to the train. Maybe mm. he made an announcement, by the way, <laughs> look out mm. your window. I would have loved to have seen that in real life. Um, okay, so then maybe next major episode was the Paris Air Show in 2011. Um, I think you you told me last time that you spent a lot of time thinking about the flight display, the flight demo that you would perform um, for the general public, you know, people who had never seen something like this in their lives, and you wanted to really make an impact so that they would see that this was not normal at all, actually. Yeah. Uh, I started to think about this presentation. Uh, how could I make it very visual uh, for the public? And also, how could I make uh, understandable the, the, the unique feature of, uh, of the XQ. And this is where actually the, what I mentioned earlier, the, what we, when we did um, the, the, this preparation for the Paris Air Show, I saw some maneuvers that were unique, 
the capacity for the, uh, of the X-Cube to, to climb uh, with the nose-up attitude at, let's say, around 40 degrees and maintain that, accelerate and even stop in this attitude and then go back to hover. And this is step by step how I, I, I built uh, the presentation for the Paris Air Show. You have to, to really think about that, and, and it's like um, a small scenario making, preparing a, a small movie. Mm -hmm. it, 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 the presentation doesn't last long, it's a six minutes uh, demo, but uh, it takes a lot of work to, to, to make a, a six minute presentation, yes. I think you'd mentioned before that you, you noticed that at, the, at our booth, at the EADS booth, children in particular seem to be really fascinated. Yeah, that's the, the, this, this 3D movie. Uh, that uh, was presented, that was running uh, all day long. And uh, when, I was, when I was not flying, I was visiting sometimes uh, the, the uh, yeah, this boot. And I saw, uh, yeah, I saw some, 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 chil some children like, you know, eight to 12 years old, that's typically, uh, and, and they, were, they were watching this, uh, this, this movie and they, they, they were staying there and watching it like, uh, you know, uh, two or three times in a row. And for me, it was very, very, uh, very nice to see that. Uh, to, for example, to have this idea that uh, we were uh, bringing this emotion to, to youngsters that might uh, become pilots at the end, or, or work, or, or engineers, or uh, work for, for our company. So that was uh, no, and that was great. Okay, so then maybe moving on to the next major milestone or the, the, the next big step after the Paris Air Show, you headed with the X-Cube to the United States for a demo tour, um, which sounds intense in so many ways, the way you described it, you know, not only just the pressure of a really packed schedule uh, with key customers, but also sweltering heat, um, a really hot summer, and uh, a path that took you off the beaten track, you know, mm. to small yeah. airports and even the Pentagon. Mm. It's interesting because this uh, US demo tour uh, was not at all uh, part of the initial uh, objective of uh, the, the, the demonstrator of the XQ. Uh, actually, I think uh, our CEO at that time, uh, who basically gave the go for this uh, program, uh, saw the potential and, 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 and uh, because at that time there was uh, some requirements for high speed uh, for the for the U.S. military, so uh, he had the idea to bring a demonstrator to the U.S. and and so to have to, so that the people would see uh, what we were capable of doing. Uh, so and so we prepared the helicopter for for, for the, to to be flown, and then uh, the, the helicopter was uh, put in a transport uh, cargo airplane and flown directly to Dallas. Mm -hmm. And the first part of the demo tour was three weeks in Dallas, uh, more oriented to, uh, to civilian uh, people. Uh, so, for example, EMS operators, uh, VIP, mm -hmm. uh, the people that would be interested in high speed. Uh, we had a program uh, quite intensive, five to uh, well, yeah, seven flights, uh, from early morning to, 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 to late, late morning, mm -hmm. early afternoon, short flights of 30, 35 minutes. Pilots or non-pilots that flew with me were just like enthusiastic. All came out with like a huge beam on their face uh, because that's so different. Uh, I remember I flew uh, 
uh, a, a guy that was an IndyCar champion. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he's used to uh, acceleration <laughs> and, 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 and he's, he's a sport car driver. And so he was so enthusiastic about his flight in the X-Cube. That was nice. And uh, one other thing uh, I remember, it was, at that time it was very hot. Uh, it was uh, July, uh, end of June in Texas and had a very hot uh, weather uh, period and we ended up with temperature above uh, 45 uh, degrees and inside the, the because it was demonstrator there was no air conditioning uh, very little uh, ventilation so so this this was a tough part of it uh, in between flights i had to cool down myself uh, <laughs> in order to be able to, to do the next flight but uh, and this is where the the, the flight test engineer uh, monitoring things uh, is is mandatory for this so you said that between flights you had to go and like Pour cold water over your head yes, or something yeah. like that? Clearly, uh, put my head under cold water in order to cool down and be ready to, to start again for the next flight. Oh, yes. my goodness. Mm. So you spent three weeks more or less in Grand Prairie and then you headed east. Yeah, that was the second part. Uh, because The program for the, the, the U.S. demoto, it was around yeah, six weeks. So I mentioned the, the first part, which was Grand Prairie. And then the idea was to travel to visit three U.S. Army uh, military bases. So we, we made a road trip uh, from Dallas to, uh, to Washington, D.C., uh, flying a demonstrator. During each of these flights, uh, we were, uh, most of the time it was pilots, so uh, I was uh, in the right seat, and I had, uh, I would say, a customer or a pilot in the, in the left seat. And the purpose uh, of the flight was for these uh, uh, pilots to, to fly the helicopter, actually. Uh, so depending on... Uh, I could very easily, uh, by discussing with them, and, and depending on, on their background, I was able to let them fly mm. uh, a little bit, uh, or not at all, or a lot, actually. There were some pilots that were very... Uh, that, that got it uh, very fast that were even able to do the approach back and even a landing. Oh. So, and it, which was very good because they realized that in one flight, uh, you, could, uh, you could get used to, to uh, you could learn how to fly the X-Cube in one flight. So, so that was interesting. And, and doing the ferry flights, X-Cube was flying very fast, uh, but uh, because it was a demonstrator, uh, it, was not, uh, it was not the purpose at all. Uh, it, uh, we had a limited range. So we would do fly very fast between uh, uh, two, uh, two airfields, not too far away from each other. We had to do uh, uh, many stops in between. I did not want to go in a big airport. I picked up some small airports, some uh, uh, regional airport. And I remember once, uh, I think I had picked up uh, a two small airport. It was a municip- municipal airport in, uh, um, in Georgia. We landed with the X-Cube and uh, we stopped. And then nobody showed up. Uh, after one minute, uh, we had a dog that came out, uh, make a, around, uh, a tour around the, the helicopter inspection, and then left. And uh, after another couple of minutes, we had the, 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 the responsible of the airport that, that was coming there, and they say, uh, what do you want? 
So he was not even, uh, uh, I say, interested in in the, the novelty of the design. So that was that was that was really amazing. But but and and the guy was very nice. At the end, he gave us the key of his car to to go uh, and find a place for lunch. So that was nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> but uh, the contrast between uh, the, the the high technology and sometimes uh, uh, this this uh, I would say uh, this environment is uh, was was uh, was very funny. So so Hervé, could you tell us a bit about? I think another milestone on that trip was landing at the Pentagon. Could you tell us about that? Yeah, right. The guys, uh, Air, now it's Airbus uh, North America. At that time, it was EADS North America. Uh, they did a, a great job uh, in coordination and preparing this, uh, this part of, of, of the U.S. demo tour. They had in mind, uh, they wanted to us uh, to land uh, on the Pentagon helipad with the X-Cube. Uh, I think we got the green light maybe like one or two days before, maybe the day before, uh, but they managed it. And so uh, we, we took off from Manassas and after a quite short flight, we were on like 20 minutes flight, we, uh, we landed on the Pentagon helipad um, and, and we stopped there and we stayed, uh, we, we landed like 8 a.m. Uh, and uh, we were, we could stay all the morning and we had all the people that was that were coming and and uh, and visiting, and and checking the the the, the X cube. And I remember something uh, uh, quite funny is that uh, some of the guys that uh, we had flown the day before uh, were doing uh, all the explanation explanations for the other for their friends for the for for the for, for the generals that were that are watching explaining everything we had told them so we had nothing to do <laughs> so that was that was very very uh, very interesting and very funny and another example of the simplicity after yeah. one demo flight they were able exactly. to and so also uh, an example of their uh, enthusiasm mm -hmm. they were they were like marketing our, our own product so <laughs> that was good well, that was an amazing way to cap off this uh, journey to the United States. That's for sure. Yeah, and it, and for me, uh, it, it's, well, it's it's a unique experience. And when we we took off from uh, we took off from the Pentagon, uh, I gave the control to the to my co-pilot mm -hmm. and say, enjoy the flying, and uh, I will enjoy the view on the on the White House and <laughs> uh, and the Capitol and flying uh, uh, above the above the river. So that, <laughs> that was nice. Yes, and much deserved. Mm -hmm. um, so after this U.S. demo tour, you guys took the X-Cube back to France, and uh, you probably didn't get a moment's rest because you really jumped into the next big challenge, um, which was breaking the world speed record for a helicopter. That's right. Uh, remember that we said uh, our initial target, I don't know if we said it, but our initial target mm -hmm. uh, was to be able to uh, demonstrate a speed of 220 knots. Uh, we did that actually, uh, I think at, on the 918th flight, so very fast. And uh, do, doing that, uh, we did it with a configuration where we, di we uh, were not using actually all, uh, all the power uh, that, that we could. We still had at that time some limitation on the, on the gearbox, let's say. Uh, because we had to do some testing in, uh, in parallel in order to, uh, to be able to use all the power. So from this, uh, at, this at this point, uh, well, the people started to think, well, this bird has, uh, <laughs> has a lot, uh, 
under the pedal, I think. I don't know if it's the expression, but uh, so uh, he, he can do more. Mm -hmm. So uh, so we started uh, to think about uh, what could be the maximum speed. And it was then a matter of computation. Mm -hmm. uh, what would be the best uh, conditions in order to, uh, during the same flight, uh, to use all the power of the engines. It was a compromise also. It had to be the good temperature outside and the good altitude. So we had to wait for May-June uh, period in order to have the, these good conditions. And, and then uh, the, when we were ready, we, we went for, uh, for this, uh, this flight. So we did the first run. And then uh, we saw that we are not using we are we are not using uh, the full power of uh, of the engines, uh, so we change uh, the altitude by uh, uh, one thousand feet, yeah, three hundred meters. Okay. And we did a second run, and the second run we were on only all limitations of the aircraft altogether. So of course, with all the people in telemetry watching everything, uh, and, and 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 inside the helicopter. Uh, me, uh, well, watching also the, the, the flight limitations and the flight engineer were watching all, everything else uh, and we achieved uh, 255 knots. Uh, in terms of sensation, uh, not, uh, not so different from, the, from what we did before. Mm. Uh, it's just that uh, because we were flying and all these limitations together, it was a quite tense uh, moment. And then we slowed down, came back. And the team was waiting for us <laughs> with a, a bottle of champagne <laughs> and, and, and so on. So, uh, but th that was a great, great achievement. For us, the, this record had, uh, was meaningful if it was uh, faster than another record, right. and, and uh, a few months or years before, uh, the, the, the Sikorsky X2 uh, had flown 250, so uh, we wanted to make sure that we would go faster, which we did. <laughs> so when uh, we knew that the end was coming, uh, okay, we had done so much that we could not say that we were frustrated at all. There was no frustration at all. So uh, it's, like, uh, it's like closing uh, a great book a great novel that we have been reading and uh, that was thrilling and everything. Uh, of course, there's a, uh, a bit of, uh, of sadness because it's, it's, like, uh, it's a great story that's uh, ending. Uh, but on the other hand, it's not uh, ending completely. It's just uh, this part of the story that is ending. And uh, we knew that uh, we had achieved every objective uh, that, that uh, we had at the beginning, and more than achieved, we had overpassed all objectives. Uh, we had, uh, we, we got so much data uh, to prepare the future, and that was the main point. So uh, it was, well, X3, X3, X3 stopped, uh, but then that was the beginning of, uh, of something else, and, and, and something else that is actually running now, uh, which is the, the, the racer. Uh, which is going to be the follow-up of, uh, of the X-Cube. Well, Harry, thank you so much for taking this time with us today. It was really a lot of fun to learn about the X-Cube and the amazing experiences you had together. Um, and I personally can't wait to see what happens next. So thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome. Uh, for me, it was a great pleasure. And, and I hope that uh, the people that are listening to this uh, uh, podcast uh, 
share our uh, you know enthusiasm and 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 how, how great this experience was and uh, it, it was very nice to to, to to think about that again thank you that concludes this edition of We Make It Fly. Don't miss the next two episodes of our X-Cube special series. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on all social media and use the hashtag WeMakeItFly to get in touch with us. We'd love to get your feedback. Thanks for listening. Okay.